welcome back everybody welcome back to episode number eight of the genre of your life episode number eight we are now moving through the episodes um again welcome back we've had a great week so far with me as always my two co-hosts mr nick johnson director writer producer and co-host good day sir good day to you and hello to everybody also with us other co-host one the only director producer and co-host Mr. Joel Kindlin. Hey today, sir. Yeah, yeah. What's up? And feature streamer, you know. As soon as and that pick gets taken off. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. You know, and do also, real ass fucking And also upcoming director of Taco Bell commercials. I'm just kidding. Funny as fuck. You know how That's much fucking money Taco Bell would fucking make off me? I'd own that company shit. I don't even like Who would Taco give you free Bell. Taco Bell for life, my friend? <laughs> I hate Taco Bell. <laughs> so I'm good. No offense to you Taco would... Bell. Just not the food I like. Like, you I don't hate y'all. Like, Bell? I hate Disney. Taco Bell and free Pepto-Bismol for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm sure Sebastian would become a director if that was a true thing. I think he's almost directing Jimmy John's commercials at one point. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> that man was dead. you shit. Watch, uh, watch, watch. TJ want to do it. Shit, he loved Jimmy John's. That man would nonstop talk about his job. Jimmy John's and these boys were Viking. Um, little house, little housekeeping things before we get started. Um, find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. You can find us all on those streaming services. I'm sure leave us, a, leave us a like and subscribe to us for each weekly episode every Friday. Uh, follow us on social media. You know, I'm trying to grow the TikTok. I'm trying to like get a few more viewers here and there every day. Uh, I just posted a cool update about regarding it, uh, the prequel series, as well as M. Night Shyamalan news. Uh, we can find us, uh, find us the show and our company at TikTok at Midway Avenue Productions, as well as Instagram, also at Midway Avenue Productions. So please give us a follow if you can. All right, so... This week, we've got some cool news going up. We are, again, growing the show, which is awesome. But, however, we have not seen Cocaine Bear. I'm so disappointed. I had a, screen, I had a screening for it last night. I had, a work, I had a work a little bit late last night. I was so bummed. Um, how about you guys at all? This movie looks fucking awesome. Sign me up. This is Ray Liotta's last movie. I want to see it for that, too. But this movie is also produced by the guys who did Jump Street, uh, Chris, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. R.P. Ray Liotta. R.P. Ray Liotta. Elizabeth uh, Banks is directing him. Actually, a pretty good filmmaker and also a good actress herself. Uh, I am sold on this movie. I can't wait to see it this weekend. What is your hype level for this movie? You guys excited for this movie? Are you not excited about it? You're going to see it in theaters? What do you guys think? Well, um... I've only seen like the I've only seen the one trailer for it, and I I think I saw somewhere it was it was based on a true story. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. That right there. That, that's what makes me truth. have to have to watch it right there, man. Like the the title and the premise itself is like okay, sure that that seems at the very least like an enjoyable movie. But whenever it says like based on true events or based on a true story, I'm like, oh hell yeah, oh I got to see that, <laughs> especially when it's something as crazy as this. All right. I can explain the actual story to you guys if you'd like. Just fair I'm warning. Down. Not as exciting as a movie. So back in the past, there were drug drops. The you know 
being thrown into the forest. That's how, you know, cocaine would be smuggled into, you know, America, you know, from Colombia and all that shit. That real famous, you know, guy there that, you know, threw all those drugs out the plane. Uh, a bear did find them and did consume a shit ton of cocaine. But he died from Odin and no one was hurt. That's it. The in the movie, I heard the movie what they did was it kind of like it's like what if could have what what if basically what during could those... have happened if mm. the bear if there were people near the bear. Most likely, mm. yeah, that bear probably would have tore through those people. But I don't. <laughs> I, but again, it like it like what it took like seventy kilos or some shit like that. Like it was a lot, apparently. <laughs> it was a lot. Like they opened that motherfucker up, and you could still probably get high off that shit. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot. It was in the past. Uh, I think they did around the time that they were doing the movie. Yeah, but the bear didn't hurt anyone. No one was hurt. The only thing that died was the bear. Just kind of sad. It's sad, bear. yeah. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, That's why I always me. have a gun on me if I ever go hiking, because bears, they're cute. Never want to hurt them, but they're fucking fast and scary. And they're not cute cocaine. to me. I'm dangerously you know intimidated can... by bears. After you after seeing can... um The Revenant, oh, heck no. Dude, I, I follow a shit ton of like animal people, and they talk about like like how bears can smell you from a mile away and you won't even know that they're following you like that shit crazy oh yeah yeah i, remember, I, remember I, I didn't know that the sense of smell was that strong bro oh yeah dude no, no they're oh, so yeah. strong bro that's why like they what black bears are dead brown bears try to look bigger mm-hmm. and then and then i think there was another type of no uh the polar bears are fucking Dead, dead. Polar bear yeah. are even worse. So this, yeah, this bear was a whopping two hundred pounds. <laughs> um, Jeez. And they called him Pablo Escobar. Actually, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, this could have been Narco season like four or five. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! This could have been in like honestly another Narco season. Um, but anyway, I'm, I heard, I heard, I'm hearing good things about it, which makes me excited. Um, someone I follow on TikTok, it was a local AZ critic, was like, this is like um, uh, a Tarantino movie meets like Wet Hot American Summer. I said, wow, that's a good pitch. It's a very interesting pitch. I'm like, I don't think Tarantino would make a movie this quote unquote absurd. <laughs> um, True. He, it, it, it wouldn't surprise what? me. <laughs> don't think he so? would. Do you think he'd make it? But there'd, you know, be a would. lot more feet. Yeah, bro. <laughs> more feet, a lot, a more, lot feet. more. Sam Jackson saying a lot more. Sam Jackson, yeah, <laughs> a lot more. You know, what ifs types of questions and conversations, which I really do enjoy. I think that's why he also stands out for a lot of people. You know, yeah. because he he really does have like great conversations, like we do off of you know our stream, like what ifs type of things. Mm-hmm. All right. So someone said this movie is like snakes on a plane, but with bears. <laughs> so I'm like, again, it's also a good pitch. I'm like, all right, this is like they're coming up with good pitches for this movie. Anyway, the yeah. 75 around tomatoes right now as of now as we're recording this. So 
Looking forward to seeing what it does this weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, again, R.I.P. Ray Liotta. You got um, uh, Ice Cube Jr. is in this movie. I like him as an actor a lot. Joel got to talk to him at one point, actually. Uh, Q&A for okay. well, I, I asked him a question a long time ago at one of the screenings I, I was able to go to. But I never did get to like go up and take a picture and talk to him. It has has again. There's there's twice that I was able that I almost got to meet him because uh, we almost met him at Straya Compton, and uh, yep, the press screening for that. Yep, that's cool. Him and his dad were there. Yeah, and, and Mr. Ice Cube himself was there, and that was pretty yeah. cool. Yes, Ice Cube. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we almost got to meet them, but we didn't, and then. Uh, and then we almost got, and then uh, the next screening, which was the, what was that like super absurd but hilarious movie he was a part of? Oh, uh, Longshot uh, with Seth Rogen? Uh, yeah, that shit. <laughs> I'm a Republican, man. I <laughs> <laughs> fucking love that movie. I love the GOP and I believe in the GOD. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Like, oh, dude, that movie was so great. So hey, you, you and Kalen should watch Long Shot, Nick. It's it's super funny. It's on the list now. It's already on the list right now. You already know. It's funny. It came out at a bad time. It came out the same like weekend after Endgame. It's like, come on now. That was just bad timing because you you got that movie got crushed in the box office. Like, I mean, what? there there's no movie that could possibly at that time have competed with Endgame, man. No. And I feel like if I again, this was again pre-pandemic. This is like what summer of twenty nineteen. If I were in any studio, I'd be like, "Yo, we're back it off, back off. We're gonna wait for a movie to come out two months or three months afterwards." I feel like a lot of movies, a lot of movies kind of suffered from this when they put a movie against an Endgame or Infinity War or whatever Black Panther or yeah, maybe, like a big franchise maybe. movie. Exactly. And I think again, that was a summer of like, yeah, Endgame, all these movies, and again. All those movies got fucking trumbled by by Endgame because this was I was like one that is still the biggest opening of all time ever of all time for a movie. So and long shot worth the watch. Seth Rogen direct took the gun, produced it, and wrote it, I believe. Uh, Charlie Theron's in it. Ice Cube, uh, Ice Cube Jackson Jr. is in it. It's super funny. Um, yeah, worth the watch for sure. It, it's, it's it's actually a really funny movie. <laughs> now, um, since we're talking about Seth Rogen and a topic that I thought we should bring up. I think this is a good segment. Because Seth Rogen is in one of his movies is a part of this topic. Uh, We're going to be talking about banned movies across the world. I thought that would be a great topic. And we already know North Korea banned the interview. <laughs> oh my god. That's one of them. Oh, Corey, then, you know this. And then, this. And then South Korea this. and South Korea dropped mo- the movie on flash drives in North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Hashtag for real? Yeah, bro, honestly, so the member, like, again, I remember this so yeah. well. It was, I remember it was December 2014. I remember me and Joe were like, oh, open day, we're going to see this movie, whatever. Um, and we're so hyped for this movie because you know, it, it was the same year as Neighbors and yeah, a few of those other movies. And um, so I remember like the weeks leading up to that, I remember Obama was like, nope, we're not, we're not pulling back. We're going to be putting this movie on theaters. We're not, we're not afraid of it. But then Sony got hacked. Or Sony got hacked and there was like, oh shit, they exposed everything. Like Andrew Garfield being fired from, from Spider Man. Yeah. 
I remember the I remember yeah. the Sony hack. Yeah, yeah, that was North Korea saying "fuck you" if you do this to our movie. If you release this movie, I'm coming for you. And so they had like Secret Service against uh, um, um, watching Seth Rogen, James Franco, uh, his uh, partner Evan Goldberg, uh, writing producer, writing directing partner Evan Goldberg. Like everyone was James being Franco like, got lucky that that shit about him didn't come out around that time because the U.S. Yeah. would have been like, "You're on your own, bud." Yeah, <laughs> you're like James Franco, who? James yeah. Franco, who? North Korea has enough. Seth Rogen is the only person we care about. Yeah, <laughs> and that was stakes were high. So I remember that happened. That happened. They they said, "Nope, we're not releasing this movie anymore." Just kidding. And then they was like, "Oh, let me release only the Netflix bought it," which was again, that's nothing. They didn't buy it. But they 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 had a partnership with Sony. But South Korea, South Korea was like, you know what? Let's do it even further. And they literally dropped like burned discs and like hard drives and like floppy disks all over North Korea Jeez. saying, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> like the biggest That's crazy. Oh, oh my gosh. Right? <laughs> yeah, that feud real. That's like that's like you hating someone, right? And you found out their girl cheated on them, and they made a sex tape, and you just gave it out to the neighborhood. Oh my god! that shit to everyone you know, bro. That would be insane. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> Oh, uh, Joe, you're wild for that one, bro. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> real patient, you know? I had to be on the same level as South Korea. <laughs> Uploads it on, like, all of the streaming services. It's on, like, YouTube, HBO Max, yeah. Disney Plus, man. Like, Amazon Prime everywhere, bro. Takes it at Reddit. It's never going to disappear. <laughs> it's never, always going to be there on Reddit. Jeez. They're gonna upload it to mm-hmm. like school campuses too, like a blackboard and like, <laughs> campus. <laughs> Fucking frat, just frats are gonna just have a watch party and shit. Oh god. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So they're. Uh yeah, mm-hmm. we can start off with North Korea. So there are countries that have banned many many movies. And so uh, I got this idea. It's not even my own idea. It is. Uh, I, I got this idea from one of my favorite YouTubers. He goes by uh, Mr. Was it uh, Mr. Gigi? He's a dope creator. He he does movie reviews on YouTube, uh, but he does he he says that he's a um, movie. Uh, what what are they called? Um, critic. He's a pretty dope dude. Pretty funny. His, his he 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 makes original stuff and his ads are fucking hilarious. I swear he makes like rap music and like just songs for like different people that sponsor him. It's fucking yeah. hilarious. So yeah, you should have seen his excitement to fucking you know do an ad for Flashlight. That shit had me die laughing. Oh my god! <laughs> so, oh my god. Flashlight sponsored this man, dude. <laughs> like Adam and Eve type shit. They said sponsor this show. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Reed from Wild we're all down. Anyways. It's like a Taco uh, Bell sponsorship over Adam and Eve. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. So, North Korea since 1948 bans all foreign films. 
North Korea bans all foreign films as well as almost all foreign products, including all foreign media, regardless of content. North Korea don't like fuck with anybody. <laughs> that's, that's basically what that shit is. Holy <laughs> shit. They even like Jeez. a G-rated movie. They even like Frozen. They said, nope. On this <laughs> house. <laughs> Let's talk about Russia. Ooh, now, yeah. Russia has banned quite a few movies. We bombed uh, around the earliest. Like is... Impossible for. <laughs> so, Russia, since night, the earliest I'm seeing here is, oh my God, indeed. Shut the LinkedIn. Shut up. Uh, anyways, 1939, Gone with the Wind. Uh, notes banned in the Soviet Union for unknown reason. Uh, 1966, Andrei Rublev banned in the Soviet Union for its themes of artistic freedom, religion, political ambiguity, autodidactism. I don't know how to say that. And the making of art under a repressive regime. Okay. Commissar, 1968. 1968 as well. No foreign brief encounters. I'm going to just go with movies we know. (laughs) 1972 to 1990. Yeah. To 1972, 1919, The Godfather. Wow. Banned by the communist government because it romanticized the criminal world in 1990 the ban was lifted so not anymore but it was banned for over 10 years hmm. 1977 to 1990 star wars <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say the reason but it was lifted in 1990 as well it, it doesn't have been the prequels it just says it's banned uh <laughs> 2006 Borat. <laughs> Borat. Banned for being <laughs> offensive. That didn't surprise me at all. Yo, Borat, when Borat came out, bitch, everyone was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> oh my God. The t- 2014, the interview. Oh. Banned to avoid political provocations. That doesn't surprise me. 2019, Jojo Rabbit. Banned for portraying Adolf Hitler and the Nazi party in a comedic light. (laughs) Movie's hilarious. I I love that movie. That movie was was so good, bro. So good. Taco Titi killed that movie. He was so good in that. It's the next one. Uh, let's, since we're talking about, since we did talk about Korea, let's talk about South Korea. There's only... Uh, ooh, 1971, A Clockwork Orange. That one is a very disturbing movie that a lot of women that I know of, like, banned due to depictions of violence and gang rape, has been lifted since. So it's that not banned me, anymore. Because, I mean, 71, that's a very, that movie came out, it's a very big, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah, no, then I I watched it and I was like, holy shit, and what the fuck is going on? Uh, 1979, yeah. Apocalypse Now, banned under South Korean President Park Jun Hee's regime. The importance of the film was on hold because of its anti war theme. Uh-oh. I don't know if you guys know Falling Down. It's on my list. That, that was Michael Douglas, yeah. right? Uh, I think. Probably. Yep, directed by Joel. Yeah. Joel Schumacher, Nick. Wait, 
Joe Schumacher. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with that one. I was like, I was like falling down. That, that sounds kind of familiar. Soul Michael Douglas. Yes. <laughs> so banned due to its banned due to its negative portrayal of Koreans, and that was back in 1993. So intriguing. Uh, what other countries would you like? I think uh, me to look into. I think China's a big one, right? They've been banning a lot of China, stuff recently. Like, I don't I, know. it doesn't say anything here. Um, Hold on, let me look at this article. There's All one right, banned uh, films, and I'll try to see if there's anything we know. I, I found one for you. <laughs> 2016 Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I love that movie. No, no hate. <laughs> yeah, why, why would you ban Suicide Squad? What, what was wrong with Suicide Squad, honestly? Let's see. They, yeah, they banned 2016. They had a huge ban. Suicide Squad. Um, they banned a Martin Scorsese film called Kundun. That just sounds racist. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't heard of that one. <laughs> that was back in 1997. Oh, shit. They banned Deadpool the same year. Really? That's crazy. Uh, it's it's it was supposed to be in, in China. They said that uh, the violence was too real and there was too much nudity. <laughs> uh, they banned back in two thousand three. They banned Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. Uh, what was it? The reviewer told the media that he thought the film was maligning the image of Chinese people, as if all Chinese people were engaged in tomb raiding. And Simon Yam was portrayed as a lowlifer scum, and that it was extremely ignorant of Chinese culture, and that Chinese social security was unrealistic, and triads were even openly present. China became the only country in Asia to ban the film. Hmm. Oh. Honestly, I don't, I don't know, but you again, I don't, I don't remember any of the, those those original Laura Croft movies. Do you? Oh, fuck yeah, I do. Fuck I remember see. the first one. Yeah. And man, yeah. Angelo and Joe Lee and them tight ass fucking tank tops and shorts. <laughs> of course, I remember that shit. What you mean, bro? There's two, right? I can leave Joe no Lee. comment on that. All I can <laughs> say is uh, the action was really cool, <laughs> and uh, um, that, that's girls, it. Uh, that, yeah. That's the only thing I liked about the movie. I don't even remember who played Laura Croft or who. Angelina Jolie. <laughs> My girl don't care. My girl don't care. My girl's Yo, all about. I felt stupid. I felt stupid the re the, the reboot. I was like, what again? Like first ten minutes in, I was like, I, I KO'd. I was like, oh shit, the movie's over. I actually I saw the reboot um before I saw the original one with with Angelina Jolie, Ooh. and like I, I thought it was fine. Like as, as far as um like video game adaptations go. In my opinion, it was pretty good. I've definitely seen some that are that are worse than that. Like it was more or less just kind of again like middle of the road. Like it wasn't super super good, but it definitely wasn't like awful. It was just like yeah, okay, you know, this, this was a good hour and a half, two hour way to kind of just chill out and turn my mind off for a little <laughs> bit. Um, I saw the Angelina Jolie one like I think a year or two after the 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 newest one, and it was kind of like. Again, like it's fun, but I can tell this movie came out in two thousand three. You know what I mean? Like the action and the music was like very, very early two thousands to me. 
<laughs> it was like yeah there's like two thousands like studio movies right with like the music and like the the quick cuts this one was kind of crazy i was like i can't believe um shit like this was able to to slide in the early 2000s i can't believe they got away with doing stuff like this man it was just kind of like it was goofy but it was like fun i'll i'll, I'll say that i can't remember any of those angelina jolie ones they're all kind of a blur dude they're fucking they're great for old action movies but also because angelina jolie no i didn't see that on the Let's list see. uh one my of list had changed the title of the film to special task force special task force x mouthful jesus uh to take into account china's situation it was soon announced that the film had not been approved apparently um they said the film was not suitable for distribution in china a main reason why is because Regulations of I don't know S A P P R F T yeah I don't know what it is, um, which apparently is movie really promoted demoralizing values. <laughs> so I guess you know, surprisingly, Canada has had quite a few movies banned. Canada movies, uh, wow. Yeah, the one that I would say you guys definitely have at least heard of. In 1983, I spit on your grave, banned in Nova oh, Scotia. Until interesting. I, I could see that one being banned. Yeah, yeah, that that's probably banned in a few countries. I'm not gonna lie, that rape scene was Eesh. boy. And they haven't banned a movie too much, but that rape movie, that rape scene was so long. You can walk away, use the bathroom, heat up popcorn, and come back with a pizza. Oh um, my god. <laughs> Like, it was not funny. Like, that, that was, yeah, it was an awkward time for me. I think I was around, like, 11 when I saw it. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Why were you yeah. watching that at 11 years old? <laughs> I was bored. No <laughs> parental, you know. No yeah, one I've been, I've been there, like, bro. <laughs> Let me see this. What is it? And then just a rape scene. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, God. And it was just not, it was a very unpleasant <laughs> time. Okay, uh, 1987, Hellraiser, initially banned in Ontario because of brutal graphic violence with blood letting through, horror, degradation, and torture, passed with a restriction rating after New World Mutual agreed to cut 40 seconds of violence. I can All see right. that, because Hell, Hell, Hellraiser is kind of brutal. Yeah. I heard it's super brutal. Uh, it's tough. Bro. I, uh, I saw the um, I saw the newest one. I started the 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 original one. I think it was maybe like a day or two ago or something like that. But yeah, man, it's tough. Because also, like, aside from the physical violence that you see, like some of the themes that they deal with. Because the um, this isn't a spoiler or anything like that. But the characters themselves, like the the pinhead character and all those other guys like they come from a plane of existence where like pleasure and pain is almost the same thing to yeah. them so they should, you know so you know obviously they're viewed as like antagonistic uh characters but they they let you know like some people fuck with us and some people don't like like we're angels to some and demons to others it's just kind of how you perceive um what we're about to do and it's so like that concept to me is interesting but it, it is pre- it is pretty brutal, man. I'm not gonna lie. And they even have um a, a comic book series too, or at least they had one in the the 80s or the 90s yeah. that tied in with everything. 
Yeah, and they also redid the show on Hulu. Uh, they redid everything. They well, not redid everything. They they made a series on Hulu or a movie. Uh, I, I know they did there. a movie because I I saw the movie hey, for sure. David but, S. Goyer wrote um, the movie. Not yeah. Me, yeah. The the first one or the the newest one? See, that's why I liked it so much. <laughs> I knew it. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? <laughs> story, yep. So let's talk about uh, a great country that we all live in, United States of America. I thought that list would be great to go over. What? Uh, back in 1915, what did you say? Go ahead. <laughs> oh. Uh, back in 1915, the birth of a nation. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And in several American cities for its racist content and portrayal of Ku Klux Klan, including Chicago, Las Vegas, Denver, Pittsburgh, and St. Louis, and the states of Ohio, Kansas, and West Virginia, as well as dozens of other jurisdictions, unbanned a year later in 1916 outside of Kansas. Hmm. Yeah, I heard that movie. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of this movie, but I can guess why it was banned for well the time, which was yeah, from, birth from control, nineteen seventeen. Wait, what? What's it called? Birth control back in nineteen seventeen. <laughs> oh my! Censor uh, in the interest yeah, of morality, uh, decency, we can... <laughs> public safety and welfare. <laughs> and public safety and welfare back in 1917. Wow. And so, you know, yeah. Jesus, how many movies were... Wow, well, yeah, this was a way different time. Scarface, 1932. The original one? Banned in five states and five other cities due to glorification of crime. Yeah, the original. This is one movie I keep seeing on all the lists. I've heard how fucked up it is. It's called Cannibal Holocaust. Oh yeah, no. I, I love that one. Mr. Gigi goes over the he he reviewed it. You can find it on the internet, but it's basically just a lot of it's basically like a how can I say this? It's like a low it's a really low budget over the top graphic movie. Like, uh, like you like very, Eli Roth did like a sort of remake of that movie a couple years ago. I was in some film class. Oh, Green Inferno, yes, right? Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Green Inferno. Yep. I said, what the fuck is this? I was like, hell no. That shit, like... Did you see I it? I did. Did you see it? I, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it a couple months ago. Oh, what? I, <laughs> I have so many questions, Nick, but why? <laughs> I saw bits and pieces of the movie. I never fully watched it. Oh, it was kind of wild, bro. Uh, I, I lost my hunger for the entire it, week it, after seeing that movie. <laughs> dude, if you Google it uh, uh, under why to watch, vicious, creepy, and dark. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a lot, bro. One, like, obviously, the, the, um, the violence is is a lot like it is pretty graphic but also just like some of the characters are kind of like weird too uh, like that um like i don't want to spoil it but like the you remember like that one dude he was like the head of whatever yeah. group they were in yeah. well, i remember for sure that guy was Dude. <laughs> no, that guy was too. I remember. I remember literally when it came, it came out like on VOD, or whatever. And it was like, you know, I was like this, my senior year of high school, and I remember like we were in the computer lab doing like college applications, and you know, people are like, you know, fuck college, I guess. 
people, people, weren't, people, people weren't really doing it as much as they should have done, except, except for your boy, you know. I want to mm-hmm. go to college. Um, and so, so, so guys, like, <laughs> my class were like, yo, Doug, you're, you're the movie guy. The fucked up scary movie to watch. And I said, Green Inferno. <laughs> oh my God. I remember they're, they're in the back corner. A group of guys was watching this movie. And I said, I told you. And all I hear is, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> or, what the fuck? Like, Bro, what the hell? And like, they kept watching it. And more and more people were like, Joined the circle, and I was like, I took them to watch this movie. Y'all asked. You got so bad. You just traumatized the whole fucking classroom, I, huh? Apparently. Yeah, you got sir. so bad. The guidance <laughs> counselor came in, and she goes, what are y'all watching? And she behind, she goes, excuse oh. me? <laughs> yeah. She goes, turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. And like... <laughs> 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 Wait, what's guidance counselor? I think it was Miss Witherspoon, actually. And oh, and she was just like, no, 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 we're not doing man. this. <laughs> they, I, I felt guilty for this, but like, they were all sent to her office after that. <laughs> <laughs> I did say, oh my god, I did warn them. I said, listen, guys, I can watch Goosebumps if you want. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm like, no, bro, fuck Goosebumps. And I said, all right, school, all right, school is crazy, man. Said, all right. School is wild. Yeah, that movie. I can't believe you watched it, Nick. I, can I ask you why? Why did you want to watch it? <laughs> well, because um, like I, I heard about it, and it was like I, I got to see how crazy this is. This was there, like this was during a time where um, I was watching like almost anything and everything, bro. And I was like, Green Inferno, okay, bet I'm gonna check this out. And I, I had started watching it, but the acting was just it's awful, so, so I turned it off. And then um, and that was yeah, that was like, I think that might have been like early college. And like I said, like a couple months ago, I was like, you know what? I got time. So I, I turned it on and like I, I powered through it. And yeah, it was kind of like, it was like, wow, this is a lot. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I did not think it was going to get this deep. Uh, I li- again, I just, yeah, I'm I horrified to see. It. Dude, I'm horrified to know what movies my girl wants me to watch with her. Because she loves no. <laughs> Like, Like, if she's hey. not watching, like, if she's not watching Hell's Kitchen... Or like Bob's Burgers, it's horror movies. And I do not fuck with horror movies. My family knows this. Doug knows this. I do not like horror movies. I you guys watch them to be like Shudder. No, oh my god, Nick Dio Shudder. I, 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 I I'll watch horror movies for you know the movie, see a script, how well it's done. Uh-huh. But like I, I just I do not. Cause I just I just saw one movie on uh I think it's exclusively on Shutter. It's called Skinnamarink, bro. That oh movie. Oh my god! Have you heard of that movie? Dude, that's been everywhere on TikTok and YouTube recently. People bro, have been talking I, about it. Cause my my roommate was telling me about it, and so I went to this in, into this movie um completely blind i didn't watch any trailers i i kind of glanced at the i like the poster for it i didn't read any descriptions any synopses nothing bro i went in blind and i watched it at night bro and you know there was you know it was, it was like it was a couple people over so there was a little bit of uh you know, a little something, something going on, but yeah so like i was just totally <laughs> it's like bro, going into this movie man oh it was insane man oh my gosh I, t- I had to take the next day off of work, bro. I was so messed up. 
I do not do horror. I, I, I really don't. don't. I don't. But I'll say this though. I'll say this I though. It's, it's my favorite horror my movie. It's my number one horror movie of really? all time, bro. Yeah, because it's like they do it very um in an in a very experimental way. It's unlike anything I've ever seen disturbing? before. Like disturbing and and also like how they film it and like how the audio is and just the the way the story itself is structured. Because I, I like it for those reasons too. But also like literally, there there is no other horror movie like that. At least that I know of, bro. It's different. It's it's in the league all its own, bro. Shudder, man. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Dude, I told my girl, I was like, if we're ever watching horror movies, don't judge me when I hide behind oh, that's a bitch. Okay. <laughs> I remember... Okay. I did not do horror. Right, one quick thing before the next topic. I remember seeing... Okay, this is a funny story. Do you remember the story, I think? It was... We were in high school, and we were at, uh, at Joel's dad's apartment. It was like me, Joe, a few other people. And we were like, oh, the new Prime Activities movie just came out on Netflix. We'll watch it. It's like, you know, people dudes in the dark watching a scary movie. No, no big deal. Um, <laughs> we're watching. <laughs> and uh, Joel's dad uh, had cats at the time. And I'm next to Joel. I'm like, this movie's kind of boring, yo. But this cat, like, touched my, like, shoulder. I said, hell no. And I remember Jamal was the story. I like, I like said, fuck this. The devil is a lie. I said, hell. Like, I'm like a ball under the couch now. Like, no, 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 no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. And everyone just laughing at my ass. And I said, what the fuck was that? And Jamal was like, bro, it's one of the cats, man. You're good. You're good. And I said, bro, hell no. I said, fuck this. I'm going to church tomorrow. I said, no way. I said, absolutely not. I remember this to this day. I was like, that when that thing hit my shoulder, I said, "Fuck!" I was just like so scared. <laughs> I was so scared. You're so lucky. My little brothers were not there at that time. Oh, thank God, dude. Shit. I was like pe- petrified. I was like, "Oh my God! Oh my God! It's here! The, the thing is here!" I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> those cats, man! Try try waking up in the middle." A night to go take a piss and that motherfucker all you see is their eyes and a hiss oh. <laughs> it's all you <laughs> bro just scared legit there's so many times where i opened the door to go use the bathroom because my the bathroom at my dad's building when we used to live there or i used to visit constantly was to the left mm-hmm. so i would just have to fucking go right there you know um as soon as you know it's pitch black we don't do nightlights and all that shit you know what i mean like curtains closed mm-hmm. whatever you know it's dark as shit these cats one was like all black the other was like like a sort of a grayish brown like you know dark with some patterns and everything i just walk i'd open my door and just see just see just hear a hiss and eyes just disappear fucking cats like, i jumped so many times dude and you're half asleep so you're not even thinking about it like you forget that these fucks are gonna <laughs> do that shit fucking little assholes they're good cats though i don't hate no nah, i for for cats I, for a person that does not like cats those cats were pretty cool <laughs> that's my dad's uh girls they scared the fuck out of me the one time that's all i have against them <laughs> yeah. all right so you know, speaking of speaking of fire, uh, real quick. Um, now today, again, you guys have both seen it part two and part one with your boy. What? So yes, this yeah. is, yes. I'm curious about this because originally I said no, we're, we're gonna do that because it's not a book. They're gonna do a prequel to it, the entire both one and two. 
a series on HBO Max. That, mm. that to me is very interesting for a couple of reasons. One, again, this is not going to be part of the book. This is going to be connected to the, to the IP, but it's, the own, it's own thing. Uh, the director, Andy Muschietti, who did one and two, also doing the Flash movies, coming back to direct most of the episodes which is really, and produce, which is really cool because he loves that, you know, loves those franchises so much. Do you, okay, but however, we don't know if Skarsgård's coming back as Pennywise. That is TBD. Uh, well, I don't know about that. See, here's the thing, though. That would be difficult to do. So here's the thing. So it is obviously a creature from somewhere else that's mm-hmm. lived there for many, many years, but it also changes shapes. So if they're not going to have Skarsgård has what the monster could have previous looked like before he picked the clown, that's fine. As long as at the end they showed him transitioning into the clown, which would be Skarsgård. And then Skarsgård just does that one little scene and fucking... If they do something like that, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, I'm actually with Joe on this one because it, it would be interesting if Literally, Joe, to your point, um, Pennywise was just a completely different being like he's not a not a clown, you know, because also if you do it like that, you can't get a different actor. You could get someone, I don't know, maybe instead of like uh, instead of someone with like a high pitch kind of clown voice like Skarsgård, maybe you get someone that has like a creepy kind of lower tone voice, maybe like like I don't, like Adam Driver or something like that. I don't know, because you could completely reinvent it and then just essentially lead up to it or you know the story yeah, itself like, took place like hundreds of years ago on earth like but just the, with like a different set of characters yeah like the creature like the creature you know came to earth so obviously it didn't have immediate know about our culture so mm-hmm. it probably had some trial and errors mm-hmm. and eventually they it probably like learned about clowns and kids and you know, what could, you know, help them get them. So I think that would be an interesting way to introduce it if it's not Skarsgård. But mm-hmm. if it's just the clown without Skarsgård, I don't want that. Because that's going to be complicated to do because no one could do it like him. You yeah, know, you, we, you should, we can't emulate it. We can't have the original actor who did the yeah, original hits, you know what I mean? Which, mm-hmm. by the way, I loved. It was great. I, I hate clowns, but I watch it movies. I'm not going to lie. Like, overall, just acting wise, it was really good. The originals are good too. People forget about them. Uh, yeah, so, we can't have him because he, he's passed away. He's gone. But did, did Tim Curry pass away, really? I think I so. Don't know that. Oh, I'm about I to check, bro. So. That. That's sad. I believe he did. Oh, still alive. Oh, thank yes, God. sir. He's. I swore. Heard he something. is seventy-seven years old. Good for him. Good for him, man. Still kicking it. Um. Yeah, dude. Good. I was very excited about this news. Well, I'm excited about optimistic that. Okay. Cool. Um. Uh, Muschietti's doing it. Cool. We did one and two. I'm on board. He loves his franchise. Let's do it. Um, and I like that's going to be a series on a movie that can explore maybe more like the mythology of 
what you guys said, what it is, like, what the creature is, and, you know, maybe back, not a backstory, but, like, like, like you said, leading up to maybe the book of it, before he meets the kids, before he, you know, takes Georgie. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I mean, I do remember a scene in part two. Wasn't there a scene in part two where, like, uh, Chastain looks at, like, the picture, and it looks, it's like a, it was him as a person, a human form? My yeah, because no. she, she was in the old lady's house, and uh, she was saying like this was my father. But I don't know if he, if like Pennywise uh, possessed this no. guy, or just like took his form. Because I remember there was like a flashback. It seemed like the guy was turning into Pennywise, but that right. can't be right. Because isn't Pennywise like a so like a dimensional so, type being or something? Yeah. What's up? So he's not a human. He's never been a human. So there's nothing okay. like that. So Pennywise is a dark creature from somewhere else who is the mortal enemy of, I I forget its name, but basically the turtle with the universe on its back, the world on its back, you know? Right. And so it was a mortal enemy of that. Um, uh, And it's a shapeshifter. So the clown is not its original look. But if you also think back to it, and one of the points the kids found old pictures, right? And Pennywise was in it, and he starts moving around while the pictures, you know, whatever, and he starts talking to the kids. You got to think back that Pennywise has been around around for very, very, very long time in that town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's like he's he's that he's like all that is wrong with that town, and thing that bad happens is that town. He knows, yeah, everything new about that town. Pennywise was there for a very long time, so he's just a shape-shifting monster. So he probably didn't even land in that town. He probably eventually found that town, but if he did yeah. land in that town and stayed there, that is a possibility. It really, since it's not written, they can do many different types of things, but they also have to stick to the lore of Pennywise and it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. because if it doesn't make sense when it comes to how the movies portrayed it, how the movie showed the lore, it's going to be shit. It's going to be like, this doesn't add up. This is just a fucking cash grab. Yeah. Right. I hope not. I, I hope, you know, HBO Max has been canceling. I'm gonna miss Bill oh, Hader. Bill Hader was so good. Yeah, take that, you mother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember you and I also laughing our asses off. That, that. movie, <laughs> dude. Bill Hader is so great, dude. Like, I love that man. I still need to watch the the most recent season. Barry, man, holy shit. I still haven't seen Barry, Barry yet. Golly. Bro, uh, be ashamed of yourself if you're a fan it's, of Bill Hader. It's really, really it's, good. Um, watching, amazing. Man. Watching for the writing, so too. Good. The writing in that show is superb. The writing, cinematography. Like, at first, you're going to be like, all right, this is stupid funny. But it gets really Yeah, it gets better. And okay. Bill Hader shows off his acting chops, man. People underestimate Bill Hader. Bill Hader is fucking amazing, man. Like, that man goes yeah. off when he fucking acts. No, he does. Mm. Honestly, yeah, okay. watch it from a directing and writing uh, standpoint because it's very creative how they use camera work and different shots and how they, like, um, you know, it's, 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 it's traditional storytelling, but, like, they tell it in a very 
unique way where it's very refreshing. It's very it's kind of a fresh take on like like the hitman, um, like uh, or assassin, you know, genre because it's been done so many times. This is a very different take on this on the hitman mm-hmm. assassin, like kind of like trope. They they humanize yes. them. For yeah. more, you know, it's not just this robotic person that does all the hits mm-hmm. and goes home to a empty house with just a bed and one glass of, you know, one cup glass or whatever, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Shit like that. And they humanize it where it's like, all right, this person came out of this and and they didn't really know what they wanted to do and someone introduced them to a career path and then they're having an existential crisis of, is this really what I want to fucking continue doing? Okay. But also, but also not being able to get rid of demons who they truly are. Who they, who they are. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Try not to spoil anything. (laughs) Understandable, but cryptic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, (laughs) Appreciate you guys. I'm glad I I went in blind too. And I was like, I'm a little bit hater, but this is kind of like silly. And I remember some guy I was talking to in college was like, this is really uh, good. I'm going to watch it. Dude, Doug did not shut the fuck up about this show. (laughs) Season two came out. He was like, you need to fucking watch this. Like he was like me. I was basically like we basically roll switch, <laughs> and he was like telling me like how much he loved it. And so I finally, you know, had the chance. I was like, fuck it, let me. You know, there's nothing else to watch, right? All my anime shows ended. I had to wait for any new animes for a while. All my current shows ended. You know, there was no new movies. I was like, fuck it, let me just. Put this to rest. Let me check it out. Dex is good. I trust him, man. And I watched it, bro. I was fucking binging that bitch. <laughs> it, was, it was so good. It's so good. Okay. Well, I'm convinced. I'm definitely going to have to check it out then. But, fellas, it is almost my bedtime, so I'm going to have to hop off. But, hey, man, it was, it was definitely great talking to you guys. Highlight of my week for sure, especially after today, man. I needed to hear oh, you guys' course, voice. Thanks for being... Yeah, we got to, bro, uh, man. Uh, before you go, Nick, where, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at AmadJohnson98 and also at Donning Vision, also on Instagram, and uh, YouTube at Donning Vision. And yeah. All right, brother. Well, till next time, man. Thanks for being a great co host, man. Always a pleasure having you on. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. And I will see y'all. Or hear y'all, I guess, rather. Uh, next right, love Thursday. you, brother. <laughs> see you next time. Don't forget uh, to take your dentures out, you old <laughs> fucking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I love you guys, love man. Y'all have a good one. Safe. Love you too, bro. This is. All right. Peace. That's the two of us. <laughs> We can't make it if we try. Just we can make it if <laughs> we try. Just the two of us. <laughs> well, inside deck for you guys. You know, this is not the first time we have sung that song. We sing All that time. song a lot, actually. And I, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, not for our listeners. Yeah, we started in high school. Not for our listeners, but in high school, whenever like the group had dispersed, it was just me and Joe. It, Joel, it would be just this. That'd be our theme song. We sing, "Just the two of us." We're going to get pizza or getting a drink or we we'll see a movie. Our theme song when everyone else left. I, I think it was the time. I think you were a sophomore, and we were sitting in a little spot. 
near the Seven Eleven, you know, not too far from Navy Pier. That little like cut. We were sitting in that spot, and uh, you were like, "It's just the two of us again." And I started singing it, and then you joined me. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since then, we started singing. Every time it was just me and him. Yeah, is yeah. Uh, yeah. Whenever I play in the car, a little history. Whenever I play in the yeah. car, I'm like, "Oh, this is this is Joel and I. This is our song." <laughs> platonic male brotherhood yeah, never... song. <laughs> yeah one day we'll we'll dance to it you oh, know? 100%, 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 100% 100% we will if you don't play that at your wedding and it's just a dance between me and you we're gonna have problems oh, no, yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll be the second dance will be you and I <laughs> <laughs> I don't want I, I don't want the band playing it. I want to hear the actual song. Notice the notice the band. I want to hear someone. I want to hear, I want to hear the actual song of how beautiful it was recorded. I look into your eyes, and we'll dance. We'll dance <laughs> to the song. Slow <laughs> dance, um, dude. There's a. Uh, you know, I I don't know if you saw this movie show yet, but I want to talk to you about this. This kind of like makes me like kind of upset because, you know. I've been seeing more and more streaming services have been pulling off, have been pulling shows off their, off their library. I'm like, not like, oh, I'll go to like Peacock or Paramount, whatever. No, this, they're just pulling them off just to pull them off. And, you know, HBO Max started this thing like, you know, last year. And I, I, support, I support it to a degree. But now it's, it's getting hard to find these shows that were made for these streaming services. Um, you know, uh, Paramount Plus pulled off the Twilight Zone, Jordan Peele version, and it's kind of hard to find that show. Um, you know, there's some shows that are not just being pulled off. I never watched that one either. It's, it's a shame because it ha- I was like midway through the first season. It was, has, has some good and bad moments, but I was intrigued by it enough. And then I went back the next day, they pulled it off, and I said, uh oh. Because remember, HBO Max last summer said, we're going to start pulling off our, our own shows. And I said, Okay, I get it because because they want they don't want to pay residuals, they don't want to pay like more fees, and to a degree, you want to try to save money. That's smart. I totally get that. However, HBO Max just canceled a show that I'm very fond of, and it's set in our hometown of Chicago called Southside. Um, it's a really good show. It shows Chicago in a very different light, and and in a good light that is too. Oh, uh, I saw a trailer for it's this, fl- dude. It, yeah. I was cracking funny. up. I was like, I gotta check that out eventually, and forgot about it. It's very funny. It. It, the two writers are were were Jimmy Fallon writers back in the day. Um, uh, Bashir Bashir Salahuddin and uh, last name uh, something Riddle. He, they're two very clever writers. Uh, Bashir is from Chicago. Uh, his, he co- he created the show with his brothers actually. Um, oh my gosh, uh, Chance the Rapper makes a few cameo appearances actually. Playing like, like a... <laughs> it, it lo- from the trailer, it just like I was like, this is definitely Chicago. Dude, like shit, they actually got this shit right. Chicago. So it was very like, damn. So the so the day they canceled it, I said, wow, because you know I follow Chance on you know social media and like other people on Twitter, and they were saying this is kind of like fucked up because this show was not a creating jobs in Chicago for actors and crew and cast. Also for, you know, mm. it shows Chicago in a different light, not like, you know, the violent, you know, as people say, violent as it is, it shows Chicago in a very kind of like, <laughs> like a fun and goofy light. And 
it's very funny. It's also very you can, you can turn your mind off and just watch enjoy for half an hour. It's not it's not like a Breaking Bad or like a Office. It's kind of like the Office. It's just kind of just you know it's just about like a funny, goofy kind of like easy watch. So I'm kind of bummed. I'm kind of bummed to hear this. Uh, do you think? I mean, do you think we're gonna see more of this? Like more cancellations and more streaming services pulling pulling their own? Yeah, really? for sure. Because even though it gets. I feel like these companies, like, if a show or something doesn't hit what they would probably either predict or want it to be at view-wise, they're like, it's not enough money. So they'll probably cancel shows. Or they'll cancel them so that they can take the funds that they were putting towards that show towards another show. You know what I mean? Uh, Either futuristic show or another season of a show. Um, I'm not saying Velma Season 2 is the cause of this, but I'm saying, like, you know, probably, you know, help them fucking fix whatever money they lost off of that fucking horrible show. Yeah. I, you know, you you know, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I think this is something that I kind of, like, I think, I hope, I hope, I've seen more of this, where we're focusing more over quality than quantity. Like, Oh, right. Like we yeah. see so much like content because and HBO is good with that versus like, here's the thing. Like I'm on Netflix. It's just like, dude, what the fuck do right. I want to watch? There's not much. And a lot of the movies you don't know because now they're trying, they, I feel like they're trying to make money more off of their foreign films as well because I'm, I'm seeing like a lot of foreign films and nothing against foreign films. Like I really do love foreign films really well, but it's also like, you know, like you want to watch like an American movie, a show or two or a movie, you know what I mean? And like where you're just like, I don't feel like we're getting subtitles. Like, let me just put something out that I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? That those are times, and I feel like a lot of like a lot of these streaming companies forget like they make a lot of money because people are just randomly finding these shows and shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's and and, and yeah, like I feel like a, like HBO is really good because they they've done like House of Dragons, they did uh, they doing The Last of Us, which is getting just high praises they bury like they do really well so to hear that such a good show has been taken off the air i'm just wondering like do they have they given a reason or anything like that because like that's really no, shit. i started reading the article then i got pulled into a meeting today let me go back to it right now so again south side's on hbl max right now there's three seasons of it right now it's again it has for a comedy show it has a hundred percent ron tomatoes which is really good for a comedy show, for a comedic show. Um, and I get for a lot of praise because it's just a fun show. Like you can just laugh at it. And if you're Chicago, if you're a Chicagoan like us, it hits home on it hits home on very different levels. Um okay, it's just a just a fun it's just a fun show, very goofy. Um we had to canceled it. Uh let me see. And you know, it's it was co-produced by MTV Entertainment, which was Seeing a lot, and seeing a lot of MTV co-partnering with HBO Max or Netflix. They did, uh, you know, H- uh, MTV also did Emily in Paris. Um, uh, so what? What I'm hearing now, HBO Max has made a comment. They said, "Listen, we're not moving forward with this show. However, we want to. We want to keep. Um, 
Um, we uh, they want they want they, they were praising the showrunners who again mentioned uh, Bashir Salahuddin and Diallo Diallo Riddle. Uh, they praised them and they, and they thanked and they thanked MTV Studios for being a great partner. Um, yeah, three seat. I'm right now. Uh, yeah, Sean Chicago. Again, this was all Sean Chicago too. So this is really cool seeing you know like. It was it wasn't like quote unquote Chicago, and it was like filmed in Atlanta or filmed in like I don't know Canada or something like that. That happens more than we th- happens more than we know. Um, yeah, ex- like with Empire, exactly, Empire exactly. Um, yeah, a lot of them. Season three just came out. I was watching season three today, actually. I think my first one on one that we ever mentioned on the show was Southside, actually. <laughs> um, which is unfortunate. Um, yeah, there's. Yeah, there's not really, there's not really any comment other than the, the spokesperson of HBO Max said, "Hey, we thank them. We have a great. We we praise them for bringing the show to us. We had so much fun working with them, but we're just not moving forward." And again, it kind of sucks because I feel like maybe this is my here. This is my take. Maybe I'm not going to be investing more money on. I'm not going to say B-list shows, but. What if they're gonna spend more money on the House of Dragons or The Last of Us or you know White Lotus? And maybe that HBO Max is now saying, "Hey, listen, we we have good shows, but we want to focus more on the big big stuff like the H again Last of Us, White Lotus, Chernobyl, um, uh, uh, House of Dragons. Maybe this is all because of a budget. Hey, we want to like we want to focus. We want to shift our focus and budget and budgets on cinematic shows." My, or is that kind of crazy thinking? What do you think? So basically, they're saying they want to do more budgets for things that are more cinematic. Yeah. Do you, do you think that could be the case? With better cinematography. They're, they're going to like... That like, could be the case. Because if you think about a lot of the shows, like, again, Barry, House of Dragons, Game of Thrones, The Last of Us, it's all cinematography, like movie theater-esque so that could be a possibility but unless they say it themselves it can't be certain we don't know you know what i mean it would just be speculation at the end of the day yeah Yeah. and i think we're seeing yeah we're seeing more streaming services netflix i mean not netflix but like other streaming services they're really investing in these big big like not franchises but they're big on this big like the cinematic like movie theater experiences like Again, Stranger Things, every episode last season was like an hour and a half to two hours. It was very, the episode was like a movie, pretty much. And they had a huge, they, the budget was very, very big. And I think a lot of, also they're, they're also doing a lot more movies on Netflix that HBO Max is doing, is doing mostly TV shows and some movies here and there. But the CEO, David Zaslav of uh, Warner Brothers says, hey, we want to shift our focus more on theatrical releasing on big movies. We'll have an HBO Max movie here and there, but we want to focus on having movies be theatrical, which, again, I 100% support behind. Just to, I think to me, maybe is that we're, we're shifting now towards, hey, if we had fun with these B, again, I hate saying B-list, but like these mid, mid to low budget TV shows, let's trim the fat and... Take that, take those budget, take those budgets, and use them towards bigger and Last of Us, Barry, House of Dragons, because 
So they better not come out with the Velma I don't do if they're talking like that. That to me, that that yeah, I don't awful. think there's been, been an announcement yet. I could be wrong, but I haven't seen anything yet. But I, I, I don't me know. either. They had the finale not that long. So maybe there's waiting. Maybe, maybe there's maybe it. there's waiting. I'm also to be fair. I'm surprised that that night that that ninety show got a season two. That surprised me. Yeah, yeah. season two. Well, my girl loves it, and I, I know the people love it. Like it's getting great reviews. I my girl's probably gonna listen <laughs> to this and be like, yeah, because it's a fucking good show. You're just being da 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 da, and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> she talks a lot of shit towards me. <laughs> I don't mind it though. It's not like it's just and fine. It's like she can have her thoughts. I have mine. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, like a, a lot of people like it, so obviously it's doing well for them. But it's very funny to like see it as it's progressing, and people mention how the dude who plays Eric is only in one episode. And never, yeah, or back. Kelso or Jackie, <laughs> like they don't come back. Like, no, I, I, I believe the dude who plays Eric anybody in the cast like i don't think he liked that role it's i because we need a reboot i want to see like the og cast back together like it would have been a better premise if it was like focus more around them with their kids like okay we have kids this and that we're back in wisconsin da, da, da. just to me yeah but it doesn't seem like even, they they want well, to you know what i mean i feel like like they they're gonna make their appearances here and there for the money and then like all right the new kids let them have it, and I also think the 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 writers want it that way as well. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, what I mean, like they would prefer it to to just focus on new kids, like. But that's funny because if you think about like reboots, not even reboots, are they the called reboot. reboots? The reboot, that ninety yeah. show reboot, yeah. Well, Boy Meets World. They did that show again, and that show, you know, has some of the original actors in it. Quite a few, actually. And I believe the the main actor, I forget his name, but he was like the main character. I think he's like a teacher or something, or a dad in the show. Interesting. Yeah. By the way, Boys Meeting with Swirled was a dope ass fucking show back in the day. That shit. I'm, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Saved by the Bell. I'm thinking of Saved. <laughs> Saved by the Bell, bro, dude. That college shit was god awful. I'd... No, Boy yes, Meets no, World, no, my no, guy. Yes. Even grow up on that shit. Thought... Dude, come on now. I really don't know why I thought Saved by the Bell. <laughs> like Saved by the Bell is great, and then they went to college. And... They had a reboot? Oh yeah, they did yeah, have a reboot. So, Shit. And I feel like yeah, also canceled out the season two. So that show didn't last long. Um but again, if you know, I guess there, no. I guess there definitely is a excuse me, I mean there's an audience for that 90s show. I think it's definitely towards on us who are who are who are 90s kids, 90s babies. <laughs> Well, I can't say that because my girl's a year older. She is. She watched that '70s show, so she does. She's a '90s baby. There's actually a lot of people from our generation and a little bit older who watch the show and still really like it. So it, you know, I think it's it's really more just like how you personally like, not even personally, just how you sort of view the scripts and everything. 
for me and you, it's not good. My girl's okay. gonna disagree. She's gonna be talking shit as she listens to this. <laughs> Taking notes. <laughs> I can hear her. I can hear her right. Just she's she's literally gonna be talking shit. She's gonna be like, "Cause it's fucking funny. It's good. The characters are great. The kids are blah blah blah." And <laughs> talk shit the whole time. And then she's gonna call me and talk shit after. Notes <laughs> or during. <laughs> she's Taking listening. notes. It's good. <laughs> so. So, so anyway, she really likes the show. So I was like, okay. but I watched it. I didn't, we and you didn't find it funny. And even dumb. Sorry. Maha. Could take some time. I, I'm trying. Uh, Maha, oh. he didn't like it either. Where we watched it, we we're like, the script isn't good. But, you know, everyone to each their own. Obviously, it's doing well enough with a good amount of people to get a pretty decent rating. Even rate a good rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it, it's like I think I've, or 90 uh, or something. Check right now. It's like yeah, 96. It's pretty good. Yeah. 90 show, 90, 90 show right here. Yeah, seven, 76, which is fresh. Yeah, but it's passing. Yeah, it's passing. Right. You get degrees. <laughs> <laughs> you get degrees. <laughs> Teachers used to talk to us and be like, look, you're barely passing. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still passing. These do get degrees, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna it's not, it's not pretty, but hey, it's still passing. Uh, yeah. Hey, man. Exactly. Don't gotta be pretty as long as I can. As long as I get. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. No, they're doing. They're doing pretty well. I think this is for me, you, and if you know others like us. And it's not just because we're just like it's not the old cast. It's not that. It's. Yeah, I didn't like the script and uh, the acting wasn't there. I will forever love Kitty and Red because those two mm-hmm. actors are amazing. I love them. I miss them so much, especially Kate. She didn't even win a like get nominated. Her timing is so good for that show. Like her acting was so great, dude. Her 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 playing Kitty was so good, dude. Like her, she's hilarious. Yeah, it was such a great like. Ugh. Anyways. It's not a show for us, but obviously there it. is an audience who really likes it. So good for them. Uh, I wouldn't. No, yeah. not for me. But yeah, yeah. It's it's always a sad. I always feel sad when a show that like like I'm, I'm invested in or like yeah, like this is like good because it's a comfort show and it's like kind of take, taken away too soon. It's like ah, oh, it had more potential. I mean, a lot of shows I feel like we both like that like too soon or like if you're an anime fan you know this pain from hunter hunter i wish i knew waiting a long time man waiting a long time it seems it might never come <laughs> anyways <laughs> so. crunch sponsored sponsored not by crunchyroll uh. not sponsored by crunchyroll <laughs> Yeah, country <laughs> roll. I love y'all. Fucking sponsor us, my guy. Like we love you. I love anime. I, the residential nerd here. Hello, fucking weeaboo and all that shit. <laughs> I've been like really trying to like look up on TikTok. Like, what if I sponsor for a show? And I'm like trying to do my, my little my little research of like finding sponsors. I'm like, huh. 
Hyundai, it would be nice to have a sponsor that likes us and that will promote us. Till then, if you're listening, dude, nah. we're just looking for sponsors. Like <laughs> Yo, sponsors, but Country Row, you're you always got a home here, right? <laughs> I literally subscribe to y'all. Like, I watch anime like <laughs> almost every day. <laughs> so, uh, anyways. So anyways, it's it's uh what we've been doing. So you wanna do you have another topic you'd like to talk about or would you like to go back to a topic we have talked about? What would you what you know, what I'm would kind you of like I wish uh, I I'm waiting for Nick to give his Ant Man review. I saw I saw it again with him on, on Monday. So he wanted to go see it. Um and I was like and I was like, Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah I've seen again. I was like, Oh, of course, I'll go see it with him and I still Still have problems with it, and I'm glad. You know, again, I'll, I'll, I'll have Nick. I'll have Nick review it maybe next episode. Oh, it's dude. not getting good it's reviews. Not, I'm gonna be honest. It's, it's really not. It's not. It's and, not. You know, I did my in the little little TikTok that you can find on our, on our TikTok page. I mean, we have new productions on TikTok. Um, I uh, did a little, did a little like kind of breakdown of the like, box office, yeah. and you know, box office has now now increased with each movie which again I, I said okay cool box office increased with these movies the quality excuse me the quality of the Ant-Man movies have gone down I think you can agree with that that the quality have gone down it's getting these movies started off as little kind of like well I feel like I feel like they've lost trajectory English my only language and I'm still not good at it um trajectory I feel like they have lost the path that they were on for Ant-Man and don't know what the fuck to do with it. Like, they have ideas, but... With the, see, that's the thing. A lot of Marvel movies, like, people are still gigantic fans of Marvel or just don't give a fuck about it anymore. And they're just like, whatever. Like, Endgame was it, and that's all. They're good, and they don't want any more of it. Uh, I feel like the writers a lot of Marvel like projects are losing it. And with with Ant-Man, I feel like they're trying to keep it the same with having it be funny and just Ant-Man, you know, Paul Rudd's character stay the same of this like nonchalant, like I can joke at any time type of person and not develop his character into well i'm a hero and mm. i've been going through shit let me be an adult like i feel like they've lost they they don't want to go down that path for marvel and for they disney don't they don't and i think this is Anyways. i don't want to speak for him I'll, I'll have him speak next week on next week's episode but to me what i think was the big problem is uh again i don't speak for nick but nick and i both nick and i both said after, after we saw it on Monday, I said, I still think Hang should have been introduced in the face, first movie, Phase 5. It should, have, it should have been an Ant-Man movie. It should have been like a Fantastic Four or even Guardians at, at one point. I don't think Ant-Man was the right movie to, to introduce Kang. I think it was like, okay, cool. We got we to get this movie out right now. What's the next movie? All right, Ant-Man, Kang and the villain. It's like, yeah... That did not feel like an Ant-Man villain. And I love Paul Rudd and I love Peyton Reed. To me, that wasn't the right choice. Another thing I said too, and this would mean Nick will said again, I'll, I'll speak on it next week, but 
this guy, again, the writer of Ant-Man 3. Again, this is someone I, I give praise to Marvel for, give, for giving young and new talent work and giving people a chance. This bothered me. The writer of, the writer of Ant-Man 3, also writing Avengers King Dynasty, I said, uh-oh, no. That worries me. Uh, King Avengers Dynasty. Avengers what? And I said, and here's, oh, here's why okay. I have reserves. And here's why, why I have reserves. The writer of Ant-Man 3, his only work he's ever written on was Jimmy Kimmel. And Jimmy Kimmel's not This guy wrote me two episodes of uh, Rick and Morty. Just two episodes. I want to say two. Maybe, maybe a little bit more. But a few, sorry, a few episodes of, of Rick and Morty. His main... See, here's the thing. We, I, I understand what you're trying to say, which is basically he has certain experience, and we're glad that Marvel gave him a platform for new faces to show what they could do. But writing-wise, for such a big movie, no feature film experience, bro. Idea. He he has no feature film experience, and you know, and he probably did not really read much no. up on Ant Man and Kane. And to me, other. I'm like, uh, it's I have an issue with that because I think, and this is my example last week, I told, told this to Nick Ryan Coogler, great short film, Fruitvale Station, First Creed. Two great movies back to back out of the park. He did a great job. Marvel and Kevin Marvel and, and Disney said, Look at this guy. And I remember being at the Creed screening before it was announced. It was great, it was really cool. I said, Wow, he is this again. Yeah, he was like 25 at the time or 26 at the time, Ryan Coogler, our age basically. Wow, he has two great movies under his belt. I'm very impressed with this. And Marvel said, Hey, this is our guy for Black Panther. You know what? They didn't rush him. They said, hey, take your time with the script. Just when we're ready, we're going to film it. I remember, they didn't go into production until like maybe a year and a year, year and a half afterwards. And they took their time with that movie. I think, again, again Ryan Coogler had two movies under his belt. He was proven to do good drama, good acting, good character development. He understood it. Cool. Black Panther is a big character. And he, I think he did a great job with it. Um, who else? James Gunn. James Gunn had a bunch of movies under his belt. Writer. A director and as a creator, and I said, "Okay, Guardians of the Galaxy is definitely a weird kind of gamble, but this guy seems like he can do weird and uh, funny and heart at the same time. Nails it. I kind of wish that. Again, also can look at um these guys. Uh, even um the the Russo brothers who did Infinity War and Game, Civil War and uh, Winter Soldier, and these guys had years upon years of television. A movie. They had two movies here and there." But they did, they did most of Community, which is a great show. They did most of the rest of Development, also a great show. And they did a lot of television handling different characters. And again, Kevin Feige, the head of uh, Marvel, said, These guys know how to ha- handle characters, a lot of characters well. Let's give them Captain America, Winter Soldier. Boom, they killed it. Boom, they killed it. So my fear is we're just grabbing anyone now. Like, we could write a Marvel movie tomorrow if we wanted to. I mean, we should. We probably should, and if you want to, bro, just heads up. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nick, 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 Nick can write as well with us as well. 
Rather work hey, for DC, want, not gonna... I don't blame you either, man. <laughs> I, want, I second that, actually. Um, but unless it's a Spider-Man movie, then I'll, I'll write a Spider-Man movie for you. Right, I got you. Um, <laughs> but to me, I don't think giving this guy... And I know I don't, I don't know this guy. I don't have any, you know, no feeling towards him. I don't think you should give him an Avengers movie next, mo- next, next project. That worries me. And mm-hmm. do you see uh, Doctor Strange 2 yet? Yeah, yeah, of course. So Doctor Strange 2 had a director change. Scott Derrickson did the first one. Who I, I like the first one a lot. I don't know about you. I thought the first one was a lot of fun. Um, Scott Derrickson was going to direct uh, uh, the sequel of Doctor Strange. And... Guys at Comic Con, it's gonna be like a, definitely a horror, like, definitely a horror movie, like kind of like very dark. I'm like, ooh, I like that. He's, he, you know, he did, he did, uh, um, he did, like he did, um, uh, the first Sinister. The first Sinister is really good, very creepy, again, low budget. Uh, Ethan Hawke's great in that movie, and I'm like, all right, cool. This definitely, I can see this be a horror movie, but like Doctor Strange. He also did the movie Black Phone, which I really like too. Um, and anyway, so he was given the sequel again to the first one, road directed the first one. And then Marvel said, you know what? It's a little too dark for us. It's a little too horror for us. So he walked. You're more of a fan of Loki than I am. Uh, one, of the, one of the writers of Loki, I just was going to write uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. I think it was kind of convenient. Oh, we were with the writer on Loki. Let's just give him the Doctor Strange movie. He's also writing Secret Wars. And remember, Doctor Strange, very mm. divisive. New one. The new one was very divisive. There were very P fans were like, "What mm-hmm. the fuck was this?" And I think what helped that movie a lot, a lot was a Sam Raimi was coming back to direct a Marvel movie. Also, too, it was on the hype. Uh, this was after No Way Home. No Way Home. The hype was very big, really, still very real. Who we're we gonna see? Will Toby come back again? Who knows? And that movie. That Doctor mm-hmm. Strange Multiverse of Madness was very divisive. Again, they're giving him an Avengers movie. I just don't think give these guys again no ill feelings towards them whatsoever. To give them an Avengers movie, their next movie, that scares me. That worries me. So I'm I'm kind of hoping they might add another writer or bring someone else on to do revisions. But I don't think the guy who wrote Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, should be writing an Avengers movie or writing one alone. Have a co-writer, have a collaborator, have someone with them. Because having no feature film experience, a movie like that, that's going to be difficult for, for him as a writer, I feel like. Also, as us as fans to like, Acknowledge that okay, this writing might be not top tier because we we have seen good writing in Marvel movies, we have seen good writing in superhero movies, superhero movies. That kind of like mm. says, oof, there's, there's grabbing and everyone. So, I don't know. That's my rant. I mean, you agree with that? I feel like they shouldn't have him be the solo writer of the next movie. Yeah, I can see it. Um, I I feel like with Marvel at this point in time, I don't think there should be just sort of a solo <laughs> writer. I feel like there should be at least two, three people writing in, like a team. 
So they that they can throw out their ideas together and be like, all right, let's come out with the best possible outcome for the fans who know the comic book, but still something that we can do where people who are not fans of the comic book can still understand and follow and enjoy it as well. I think that's where they fail, you know, because there's a lot of great writers, but eventually it's like, oh, shit, where the fuck am I going to go? You know what I mean? That's why I don't yeah, no, really I, like sequels. You're, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. You know me. I'm not a big fan no. of sequels. Like, I'm really not. Like, there are certain movies where I'm like, all right, this, and, this is going well. Like, Rocky, you know, Godfather, uh, what else? Uh, Boondock Saints. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Deadpool. Deadpool uh, too got lucky with the good sequel. Not lucky, but they were really... smart with the sequel. They were smart with the Deadpool 2 sequel. Huh? Oh, yeah, but also almost got fucking right. rated Right. Lost it all. And I mentioned in my TikTok video that I filmed the last week that my little Marvel update, I have faith that they know they're doing the next Deadpool 3. You bring it back Hugh, you bring it back Wolverine. Bring back the writers of the first two movies. It has to be it is. rated R or it is. They now it's going to be our only rated R movie. Or not rated, actually. I'm hoping that it's not rated. So it can be so, even worse than rated R. <laughs> what so. I heard from the writers themselves, again, these guys wrote the first two movies with Ryan Reynolds. I'm very happy he's writing this movie. They're writing this one again. Because apparently they, the first script wasn't that great. So they're, they're rewriting it from scratch. And I said, thank you. Do it. Bring back the OG writers. Hell yeah. Bring back Ryan. Awesome. And what I heard from the writers in an interview, I heard that, again, these, these guys wrote Zombieland, which is a great script. First Deadpool, awesome. Um, they mm-hmm. said that Marvel and Disney have been very hands-off with them. They've been like saying, hey, you do, your, you do your movie. Thank oh, God. What a relief. If I heard like, oh no, they're restraining us. We can't say this. We can't say that. That would have been like, oh, fuck. I would have been like, that worries me. Yeah, if they were restraining them, I would. I would have been dead. so mad. We lost it. I would have been really upset. But from what I've heard, I, 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 I believe them that they said, nope, they gave us no notes. We've, we've been given full reign of, we write whatever I said. God. <laughs> and you know what? I, I salute Disney for this, bringing back the OG writers too. I said, Cool, because again, remember the the first writers the the writers of Bob's Burgers, and I'm like, I don't like that. I said, I want to see the original writers with Ryan come back because they know this character so well. They've been with him for now ten years. They know Deadpool really well as screenwriters. Not saying other people couldn't do it, right? These guys have written two great Deadpool movies. It it's hard. It's hard to to give chemistry to something that has exactly so yeah i i got you i don't really give a shit about checked out <laughs> uh, i'm more focused on report back to you <laughs> <laughs> look i checked out a bit ago like you know me it's like you can spoil the movies for me i don't give a shit i'll still watch them at some point where i'm just like well, there's yeah. something else to do and so i'm just in plus I am mainly concerned mm-hmm. and focused on DC because <laughs> no one gives a fuck about DC. Everyone's like Marvel's better. 
and blah blah blah, which is bullshit. DC is fucking great. Okay, I'm not even talking about the fucking cinematic universe. I'm talking about comic book wise. DC's stories, characters, and character building is fucking phenomenal, and we can translate it well into movies, but people keep fucking it up. <laughs> As I like Zack Snyder, he did great. The production, on the other hand, said fuck you and did they shit. took his movie from him. <laughs> Uh, so hopefully, after Flashpoint, after the Flash movie and Flashpoint, we get some good DC films and people can understand why I love this shit mm-hmm. so fucking much. I, I, I agree. I'm I'm on the DC train now. Again, I'm not. I don't, the, I don't have the biggest faith in James Gunn right now, but I have some faith that I feel like he's a fan of these comic books enough. That he's gonna he's gonna know what to do and what not to do. Yeah, he's being very optimistic. My little optimistic hat. If he fucks up, if he fucks up, right. I swear to curse into the heavens and give up on the DC films altogether. Because of holy shit, there's it's just like follow the comic books. Just, comic books. There's so many comic books. Yeah. I I have faith. I have faith, but again, we have not seen anything yet, but let's hope, let's, let's hope as DC fans that we'll be treated to something very nice and actually good good DC movies for once. Not here and there sort of actual good DC movies for, for once. Um, but again, time will tell. Yes, when do our one-on-ones the week, my friend? Yeah, sure. You want to uh, go first? Yeah, actually, for our, if you're a first-time listener, you want to go over uh, what our one-on-ones are? Oh, yes. If you're a first-time listener and just listening to a random episode, hi, welcome. This is us. Sorry for the rambling, but this is part of the show. Uh, so one-on-ones is, uh, is an ending segment that we do on our podcast every show where we will recommend one show and one movie, each of us. If Nick was still here, since that old bastard, you know, his bedtime, <laughs> he went to sleep. Uh, he would also be a part of one and one. So we'll each go around and we'll say one show and one movie. It can either be new or old or probably something you've never even heard of. And we can recommend it for you, and hopefully you can just put it on your list. So in the future, if you're just like, fuck it, I'll put this on, you know, it's a show we recommended, and you can enjoy it. Or you could just, you know, watch it and, you know, interact with us on our social medias and tell us your uh, mind about what you think about it. Hopefully you do enjoy the things that we recommend for you. (laughs) You're welcome, motherfuckers. <laughs> what? Why are you saying it like that? Saying what? What way? <laughs> saying like that? Where do you Sorry. get off? <laughs> Where do you get off? Never mind. 
Uh, what it. is it? I, just forget it. No, it, it's like forget it. <laughs> I will. I will forget it. <laughs> whiskey, whiskey. Listeners, if you have not seen the 2007 masterpiece Hot Rod, it is one of the most underrated, perfect comedies you'll ever see. So, a favor, rent it, buy it. I think you can stream it anywhere, unfortunately. But you will have an hour and a half, hour 45. One of the, like the funniest movies you'll ever see. Again, welcome. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. Uh, all right, uh, you want to start or? Um, let's see. One and ones for the week. I can't think of one. Um, I got one I've been thinking about recently that I really enjoy that you've seen as well. I'm gonna go with 2018 comedy I love. I think you that we both that we both saw in theaters was Blockers. Um. Blockers is a very, very funny movie. Uh, Leslie Mann, John Cena, Ike Barinholtz, uh, Catherine Noon. Uh, it's a very funny movie that I, again, love for many reasons, but it was definitely, you know, we haven't had a good, uh, in 2018, we haven't had a lot of good, like, comedies, or, sorry, studio comedies that in a while. It's kind of kind of like here and there, kind of rarely, or there weren't good comedies whatsoever. And I said, okay, cool. I like the writer-director, Kay Kennan, who wrote Pitch Perfect, the first first, first Pitch Perfect that I loved. Uh, she's a good writer. She also wrote a lot of episodes of New Girl, a show that I also love a lot, too. Cool. Kay Kennan's doing this. I like it. Uh, Seth Rogen and his team are producing it. Great. I love Leslie Mann. John Cena's, good. John Cena's been doing good in comedic, comedic movies. So it was like Barinholtz. They signed me up. This movie had me in stitches. I remember seeing it with Malone at a screening. I think you saw it at a screening as well. Um, it worked so well for me because it was so funny. It was so, it was a familiar concept, but it was a fresh take on it. And the, he, there's some, there's some things in this movie with John Cena and uh, a beer funnel that had me almost peeing my pants. I saw it in the trailer and when I first saw the trailer, I laughed so hard that everyone's like, what is this? What the fuck is this guy smoking? I <laughs> laughed and so hard. I saw it in the movie. It worked for me too. Um, it's a super super funny movie. I think it came out came out and came, came out and went. No one really talked about it. I love that movie. Again, it's about these three girls who want to lose their virginities on prom night, and their parents find out about it, and they make a pact to like stop them from having sex on prom night. And they go through some wild shit. <laughs> oh, didn't we see this? Together, who did I see this one? Oh yeah, dude, we were dying laughing. I saw it below. I was cracking the fuck up, and I was like, "This is again." I saw it in a pack theater at a screening. I was like, "Oh, this is cool." This is, I miss seeing a funny comedy like this in theaters, um, and it was so funny. Uh, but yeah, these, yeah, trying trying to stop their daughters from having sex on prom night, uh, and they go through some they go through some wild shit just to like stop them. And again, it's just like fun and funny, enjoyable, raunchy, rated R, hard R rated comedy that. I think studios haven't made, don't make anymore. It's mostly got a streaming movie or like a Netflix movie, but this is a movie that I'm glad it was a, a theater movie, also a big studio movie. Because again, I, I do miss seeing like the, the Rogan movies or Kevin Hart movies in a big studio. <laughs> like I miss seeing the funny yet yeah, um, comedic movies. Again, they're meant for the theaters and you're, you're meant to be in a theater laughing full of people and stuff. So again, 2018 Blockers. By Kay Cannon, produced by Seth Rogen and his team, and Leslie Mann, Ike Barinholtz, uh, John Cena. It's such a funny movie. It has a lot of heart for a, rated R, for a raunchy, hard R-rated movie. 
a heart to it. I love that movie. Again, it's one of my favorites of 2018 blockers. Um, TV show. There's one that actually well, I've talked about in a while that I actually love. I know you love the show too. A little show that should have had many seasons. It was canceled too early. Was Freaks and Geeks. Yep. <laughs> oh man, freaks and geeks. I don't even get me. I love freaks and geeks so much. It was a show that me and Joel loved in high school as well. Some of my other friends loved it in high school as well. Very young. Seth Rogen, Jason Segel, James Franco, Linda Cardellini. Uh, a lot of uh, Martin Stars in it. Why something's hilarious. Um, and you know, it's the it's Judd Apatow, it's Paul Feig, it's you know, guys who watch you great movies. Knocked up, bridesmaids. Shia LaBeouf was in it. Um, a lot of young actors who are huge stars. Yeah. This was their first big... Martin Starr. Um, and also, oh my, what's his name? Uh, I'm blanking on his name. He's uh, John Francis Daly, the main kid who plays Sam, who's written some funny movies. He's written Horrible Bosses. Uh, he wrote um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, he wrote and directed Game Night, which I think is hilarious. He's, he's directing and writing the upcoming Dungeons & Dragons. Just cross that to be a good movie. I have, I have faith in him as a filmmaker. Don't let me down. Uh, also, a movie called Waiting, which is pretty underrated too. Um, anyway, it's a it's a great movie set in the seventies in Michigan. It's a very kind of like coming of age movie, coming of age series. Again, Judd Apatow, Judd Apatow um, a lot of famous people like Ben Stiller's in it. A few episodes. Um, it's it's a very yeah. random show that has so many random actors and directors who are huge now, like huge, huge filmmakers and actors and stars. Um, yeah, set in the seventies in Michigan. Um, there's a group called the Freaks, group called the Geeks, kind of just like kind of you're finding who you are. It's a, it's a weird, it's a very, it's a very timeless tale of finding who you are in high school. It so is relatable. a relatable. It is a relatable high school like teen sort of show where it's like just realism you know it's not just like focus on oh, oh my god Becky like let's go party and just crazy parties like this is very realistic like the geeks you know which is uh, Linda Cordelini <laughs> Sexy Velma's uh, younger brother <laughs> I'm gonna leave that to you. Uh, he put uh, her little brother basically. They're the geek, and his friends are the geeks because you know they're smart. They play D and D. You know they got allergies. You know yeah, they're getting good. Awkward. Cool. They have <laughs> no other <Girls>. friends. <laughs> awkward. Don't know how to talk to girls. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to girls, uh, and then you know Linda, uh, her friend group, which is the freaks. Uh, you know, stoners, the guys Outsiders. that aren't popular but aren't hated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the outsiders. And so, you know, uh, yeah, they, uh, they, it, it's very interesting. It's very it's realistic. But it is very, very white. It's Michigan, so it's very and and vast. It's a lot of white, so you know. But it's still very relatable. It's a great show. It, uh, I enjoyed it's it. Pretty, yeah, very so, relatable. Yeah. And again, it just the show that didn't get appreciation when it came out. It's a huge cult following. It's a huge cult following for this show. Again, you can watch it on Hulu or Paramount Plus. Uh, again, eighteen episodes. Again, it's a show that when it came out, they the studio didn't believe in, the network didn't believe in it. 
and everyone everyone involved in that show just loved that show so much. Again, it has it has a new cult following, you know, years later, but it wasn't given the the respect it deserved when it came out. But yeah, that, yeah, my one on one this week is Blockers the movie, and my show is Freaks and Geeks. Hey, my friend. Okay. Uh, since we talked about Korea today, speaking of Korea, <laughs> we're gonna end up on the watch. We're gonna be banned in Korea. <laughs> uh, speaking of Korea, uh, I yeah, we're gonna be banned in Korea podcast. We made it, guys. We're gonna we be on it. the list. We made it. We made it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <That's a compliment. laughs> yeah. so uh, growing up, so it's a family thing that me and my family we really do love Asian movies. Uh, you know. Or, or just martial arts movies in general. Uh, that's where it started. My grandfather loved his martial arts movies. You know, Mortal Kombat, Jackie Chan, Joe Lee, Bruce Lee, all those movies. And it is extended to my father, to my brother, to me. I don't know about my nephews, but, you know, it's extended. And, uh, you know, me and my father, we went to go see The Raid in theaters, which was a great movie, but I've already recommended that once. Um, But, yeah, I have grown a love for Asian films, mainly predominantly based in Japan and Korea. And so these two things that I'm going to be bringing up are both Korean shows and a movie. The first one's going to be a movie Ooh. called I Saw the Devils. Some martial arts in it, but it is a thriller suspense movie, which is really dope. It's really good. The The script, the cinematography, the acting is all really amazing. Watch it with subtitles. No one reads it. The don't watch it. The, the English dubs are so bad. Uh... <laughs> Don't do dub. The English dubs are so bad, man. Oh my god, don't do it. Just watch, just watch it in just watch it in its native language and read on the fucking screen because it's a screen. Sit back a bit and read while you watch it. Okay, it's not that hard. Anyways, it is a movie about a, a serial killer who got caught and imprisoned. Uh, when he got caught, he killed a pregnant woman uh, who was on the side of the road waiting for her husband. Now, when he is eventually released, you learn that the husband of the wife of the pregnant woman who was murdered is a cop. And he wants revenge. So what he does is he puts a tracking device inside the serial killer. And any time... And he can also listen, by the way. And anytime he's going to do anything, like rape someone, kill someone, whatever, the cop break will charge in and whoop his ass. It's an amazing movie. It's so great. So highly recommend I Saw the Devil. Now, this next one came out last year, 2022, uh, on Netflix. It's still on Netflix. It is called... Sorry, I want to make sure I got the name right all of us are dead is a show uh about uh zombie apocalypse basically a zombie outbreak breaking out in korea and there it's mainly focused around uh the students of a high school where the breakout occurs and uh 
you know, uh, surviving students and staff and was going to happen. It's a really good show, and I can't wait for a second season. It's really good. <laughs> so it's really dope. They do it differently. They do it a tiny bit differently. I really do enjoy it. The characters are great and just sort of how they do it, and I'm pretty sure it's based off of, like, a manga or mm. like a, something like that. So highly recommend. Really, really good. So again, uh, I saw the devil and the show All of Us Are Dead. Uh, the show's on Netflix, and uh, I saw the devil. I believe you can rent a Prime or Video, buy it son. Off of Amazon, but I Watch think it's Prime on Video like... for free if you have Prime Video. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dude. It, yeah, you can, right? Yeah, it's on Prime. Uh, Tubi. Uh, everything look it up check it out <laughs> great fucking dude fucking foreign move asian foreign movies you can also anywhere my guy main actor oh my God, and the devil it. is a very good actor he was in that uh you know what say what you will he was good in those gi joe movies he was he was a uh, storm shadow and the gi joe movie he played snake oh yes that guy, fuck yeah, he's he's a great actor. Highly recommend watching that film because he really brings the emotions you fucking feel what? in your heart. Really good actor. He was also, really good in the movie. Also in that very underrated uh, Magnificent Seven remake with Denzel and Chris Pratt. Ever see that? The oh, yep, yep. He's the guy with the sword. <laughs> yep. Movies. Oh shit! Blades. That's crazy. He really branched out. So Holy shit, man! He's dope. Definitely gotta love him. Plus, for you know, people who don't really give a shit about movies and just want to see attractive actors, he's a very pretty actor. Oh, he definitely, he definitely is. <laughs> he's so good. He's that, very attractive. That he's so very attractive. He he's great. He's great in every movie I've seen him in. So definitely check him out. Give him some love. Watch the film. It's really good. Back in yeah. 2010, by the way. Back in 2010. So this movie is 13 years up. old, and it is yeah. still fucking good. It's amazing. Holy shit! So definitely check that out. All right, <sighs> Doug, why don't you? Plug us once again and plug again, yourself. As always, you like. thank you guys for listening so much. Again, this was episode seven of the Genre of Your Life podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If you did enjoy, please give us a like and subscribe. We're, again, we're on Amazon, uh, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you can find the podcast. Um, again, social media, you can find the, you can find the show and our company, Midway Avenue Productions, uh, at Midway Avenue Productions, Midway Avenue Productions, at Instagram and TikTok. Like I said, TikTok, I'm trying to grow the TikTok. You know, we're trying to like get some recognition. We're trying to get some... Um, some screening passes to be critics to be official critics. So that'll be help us a lot if you follow us on TikTok and on Instagram as well. Maybe we have new productions. I'm always I'm always posting updates. I'm always posting uh, videos now on TikTok to get some of uh, the fan base going. Um, you can find my personal. You can find me at the Young Jones on Instagram, on uh, Twitter. Uh, basically, just Spider Man memes on Twitter. But it's uh, my username is Acapri Acapri uh, underscore S O N on Twitter and yeah, Joel. Uh, I really don't use Instagram. The place you can find me on is Twitch. 
So it's twitch.tv slash the OG Cuban Rican. Because your boy is Cuban and Puerto Rican. So Cuban Rican. So the the OG Cuban Rican. I've been streaming. Uh, I streamed several times this week. I streamed uh, the new game that came out recently, Atomic Heart. I've been streaming uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, Apex, if you like Battle Royales and Rage. I'm all there. I, I I'm an all around gamer, so I you know stories and multiplayer, and you know my friends are a part of it sometimes. And uh, my friend today, since it was ten dollars on sale, decided to buy me the uh, Batman Arkham collection. Fun ass games. Yeah, I didn't ask him to. Dude, yeah, all three plus the third for Arkham Knight, all the so DLCs. Much. Dude. On, on ten bucks, uh, Xbox, bro. ten bucks, get it? Xbox, bro. yeah. Right now, DC is having a sale. Anyways, you can find me there. Uh, I'll try to stream that when I can, uh, because I'm also trying to do Atomic Heart, so I'm not trying to switch too much between so much stuff. But I will uh, do the Arkham uh, games chronological order, starting from Asylum, then City. Then night, and then even the DLCs that people really come to watch, or if I feel like it. Uh, so yeah, and if you guys don't like watching video games, I'm sure there's people out there that would like that. So please just spread the word that I'm on Twitch. I'd really love to, you know, grow big there, and to you know, grow the podcast and do both streaming and being a critic so yeah give your boy some love i think we should do i think Spread the word. we should do a, uh, a, a twitch live stream when we both get a hogwarts legacy on the page that would be fire <laughs> i'd love that let's do it i'm down i'm fucking down <laughs> my guy let's do it but i i don't think we can play together but we'll like, we we'll talk oh, we can't do multiplayer it'll, it'll mainly just be my own thing unless you make it no, I don't think I don't think Hogwarts is multiplayer. Oh man, I've been lying to. It's a story to. game. No, I don't no. Think so. Oh man, I don't think so. so I, I, thought, I thought it was multiplayer. Oh, you may, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, how, mm. how down the road they're gonna be like a multiplayer? Like, oh, damn. There's probably gonna be like a battle like thing because but we we know. still do a we still do a joint Twitch. Because you know they do the like the wand battle. Yeah, you can you can talk while I'm like gaming, yeah, and we can you, know, you can watch and we should we should do that. Commentate. Or you can play <laughs> at the same time, and we'll, we'll they'll just watch my stream. Yeah, you can just talk while while we both game and just make our characters st- and shit. And just do a Star Wars you know, night. I'm, too. I'm, Star Wars I'm, night. I'm uh, oh yeah, we do play. Star Wars Battlefront as well, and we do enjoy that game. So, yeah, I've also streamed a few times Left 4 Dead 2 and Payday 2. And Payday 2, Payday is gonna come out like a year or two oh, yeah. later with Payday 3. So, you know, in the future, <laughs> check me out. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I try to game with my friends and also by myself. So and, you know, try it, yeah. So, and again, Residential Nerd, I'll talk about anime, video games, comic books, TV shows, movies, whatever you want to talk about. I'm always down. 
so please come by, give me love, follow me, and you know, eventually when I get to it, <laughs> subscribe to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that's where you can find me. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us on our audio adventure through our ramble, rambling and rambling rambling of movies and TV shows and the entertainment industry. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it and, you know, we can uh, either have taught you something or just piqued your interest in a sort of way. Uh, again, thank you so much. I'm Joel. That is Doug. And uh, we hope you join us next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.